This is the Kimic Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela. Happy almost birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank it's you. It's coming up so fast. Less than a week. Uh, you know. Six Whoa. days. This is the birthday surprise episode. Wow. She'll be 27. My lucky number. Oh, goodness. Yay. Yay. How you like having a birthday around Christmas? It's fine. I get mean, it all done over with and kind of really no celebration until next Christmas. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of sad because I feel like other people kind of get more of a celebration outside of a once a year kind of dealio. Mm-hmm. But I like it. I mean, I love Christmas, so I like the festivities and I like the lights and I like the mood. However, I do wish it was warmer sometimes on my birthday because there's lots of other things i would like to do like well, just, i don't know like water ski uh no but <laughs> i don't know because i've never had an opportunity to do anything in warm weather on well, my let's birthday say your your half birthday yeah would be june 19th yeah so we could have a half birthday I was I was thinking about that. It'd be kind of nice, but yeah, because like it's always cold. There's always so much going on that no one really has time for you. So it's it's fine. Yeah, it's my half birthday's November twenty seventh. Sad, but it's fine. I can see why a lot of people don't like it. Yeah, I, I think it would be hard to have it on the twenty fourth or the twenty fifth. Yeah, I'm glad it's not any closer. It's close enough. Yeah. So that well, I'll share a couple things. So, my due date was the 17th, Mm -hmm. and I was shopping that day, and the car, it was a terrible day. It was snowy and icy, and we lived way out in nowhere, and I had gotten some groceries the night before, which was a Saturday. No, it was Sunday. No, it was, actually, I went the 16th, and I went shopping. And as I got into this, it was a big lummox of a car because I couldn't really drive much of anything because I was so huge. So I'm so short. So all baby, I looked like I swallowed this ginormous beach ball. So driving was really getting to be kind of impossible. (laughs) But that night I got all the groceries and of course it was, you know, dark early. The car door decided not to latch. I could not get that stupid thing to latch for nothing. For some reason, because my seatbelt strap kind of got stuck in there. And so when I opened it, it triggered something in the latch of the door. Mm. So it wouldn't latch. So here I am trying to get home and it's, you know, a good 20 minute drive home. And the only thing I could think of, of course, you know, the ex was babysitting and, you know, it was really nasty night. Really, I shouldn't have been out, but because I was due, you know, pretty much. But um, what I did, and this works if you ever are in this terrible situation, is I took my shoelace out of my boot and then tied it in, tied it around the the window like the arm of the window, I guess you call it, you know, roll down the window a little bit, tight around there and made a loop and stuck my arm, my 
and made like a holster for my arm and held the door like that and drove home with snow in my ear because it was blowing and snowing. It was awful. But I made it home safe. Clearly, because we're both alive. And then I had a Christmas party the next day because I we used to have an annual Christmas party and I'd do everything. I had party favors and and we would ask everybody to bring a dish so we'd have a huge potluck. And that next morning was Monday and that's when I started having contractions and they didn't go away like they always say. It could be Braxton Hicks, you know, lay down. Well, I was already, you know, it was the 18th and and my due date was the 17th, so I was already one day past, and they didn't go away. So my ex came home, and we loaded up, and I, my doctor was over in Laramie, and we were in Cheyenne, so we had to drive the summit, and it was so icy. And we get over there, and they're like, well, you're not so far along. You know, you could go home. And I'm like, lady, I'm having this kid. I am not going back over that icy road. I don't care if I have to stay here for two days to have this kid. Um, I'm like, the baby is coming. And I never found out, you know, what I was having ever. I always, I think it's a wonderful surprise. So I never wanted to know. Um, But everybody kept always, uh, it's going to be a boy. You're carrying it like a boy. No, you know. So I had a tomboy instead. <laughs> Just kidding. Spoiler alert. I'm not a boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I went over there. I was starving too. And of course, you know, I'm so huge that I ate like two bites. And that was it. And they induced me. And they decided since it was late that they would induce me. And it was going kind of slow. So they'll say, well, we'll give her a sleeping pill. And I'm like, eh about that and they're like well that way you can relax and you can get some rest bad idea so I took half of the sleeping pill so I was like out and then up every contraction I was like oh and then I'd fall asleep (laughs) it was awful it really was awful and she was born in the morning on the 19th five five 19 no 527 47 Yeah, because my first one was born at 747. Yeah. So, but um, my first one was a C-section. Ooh, and back then they they did from one, like my incision goes from the middle of one leg to the middle of my other leg. But it's like a bikini cut, but whew, she, but because they did it that way, I was able to have her vaginally, so I had the best of both experiences. So fun. Lucky yeah. you. No woman gets out easy. I don't care. Uh, recovery's quicker with vaginal, but um, you don't have all that, you know, with the other one. But, yeah, she's my Christmas present. I'm so happy. Yay. And kind of a little, um, I guess, little information was when my mom was pregnant with me, you know, I have five other siblings. Um, She was on vacation while she was pregnant with me and she went to church and there was a priest from Ireland and he asked if she would like to have her baby blessed in the womb. And she's like, "Mm, I've never done that before. And she's like, yeah, sure. Why not? So I was her only baby that was blessed in the womb. So I decided to do that for both of my kids. And, and I did. 
And like I was telling Michaela, um, I had Jan- Jenny was three years old when I got pregnant with her. And so I was 28 when I had my first baby and 31 with Michaela. And I was just tired and blue, you know, pregnant women go through the blues and, you know, kind of sad and just like, I don't know if I make the best mom or, you know, having a lot of that kind of stuff. So I went and got her blessed right away. And I tell you, after that, Everything went perfectly. I felt good. I was a little little tired just because of my age, but really I felt was in a good mood. I was happy and she's just wonderful. And And I know moms all say that, but I really got blessed with two really wonderful, super intelligent, beautiful, awesome kids. They're the best. I couldn't have asked for any better, any better uh, babies ever. Uh, Michaela was a little colicky, um, but other than that, she was an easy kid. But, but 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 her dad, he could like I would walk the floor with her, and she'd cry. Get some semithicone that breaks down the little get little bubbles in the belly. But he would go in there, and he goes, I don't because he was working, and I wasn't. So. Um, He's like, well, let me give it a try because neither of us were getting any sleep. And he'd walk in there five minutes later, he'd come back and he's like, well, she's asleep. And I'm like, what'd you do? Punch her in the face and knock her out? He goes, I don't know. I just rubbed her little head. Next thing you know, she was asleep. So I was like, he's the one. So a lot of times I'd say, well, just go rub her head. And it was just something about his soft voice and, you know, I don't know, just she would take naps too, just just laying on his chest. Sometimes she'd have a hard time napping, and then he would come in there and goes, "Oh, let me try." And he would just lay her just on his chest, and she would be out like a light. So <laughs> that was the only trouble though was was that you're never really a fussy kid. Never had trouble. Very smart in school, and here you are today, oh, just a you. shining beam of a human. That is quite an introduction, uh, oh, woo. Man. oh man! Oh man! How do you top that? Now I gotta I live up know. to that. Oh Lord! But I was so glad that she wasn't born on Christmas because I did have the three-year-old too, and and my three-year-old told my mom she's like, uh, "You can take this baby back. I don't want anything to do with it." She's just like, so my mom came and stayed with me for a week. And then my ex's mom came to stay with me the second week, which was beautiful. It was wonderful. They took care of everything. They did the all the cleaning and the cooking. And all I had to do was take care of the kids. And But we had a lot of visitors. Um, and some stayed longer than you'd hope they would. So my advice to anybody, if you're going to visit a new mom, uh, go visit them because that, that's sweet. You know, bring them something mm-hmm. cheery. Um, but don't stay too long. Don't stay long. They're, they're don't. tired. They really are. Pop in. Say pop hey. In. Or don't yeah. pop in at all and just sort of like leave the package outside. Yeah. That's cool too. Yeah. Or, like, or wait wait a few weeks to, to know, go see him. You but, ain't feeling your best after you, you give know, you're birth. Really- you're not feeling your best. You're, You're not, not looking, looking your best. You really aren't. <laughs> no. So if you want to like 
swing something by, that's fine, but then leave quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even remember the Christmas presents I got that year, except I did get a really pretty sweater, which was a long sweater that, that went like just above my knees that was black and it had hot pink, like snowflake pretty things. And I wore that quite a bit because it was big enough that it kind of hid, you know, the baby leftover baby fat that you end up having. You have that pregnancy fat for a while. It just takes a while for that to all go back to Mm. where it was. Mm. That's probably more information than anybody ever wants to know. There you go. But it's all about me. It's so about you. It's all about me. Because it's going to be my birthday. So she would ask me as a kid, Mom, when's my birthday? And I say, when the Christmas decorations are up, your birthday is close. And that is very true. And I I do love Christmas. I love this time of year. It's one of my favorites. I got to go wrap Christmas presents at the office for my company. And even though it was a pain to drive down there for like an hour, it was a lot of fun, though, because I love wrapping presents. I like decorating Christmas trees. I like Christmas songs. She's part elf. I am. That's what happens when you're born at this time of year. I was talking with one of my coworkers whose birthday is tomorrow. And Happy birthday, he, said, Dad. he said the same thing. We're just mm-hmm. like, well, when you're born at Christmas, you just have an inclination to Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of decorated around there. And I always uh, had a birthday party, a birthday theme, whether there's Christmas all around the the um, birthday table was set to whatever theme we we did, and I still do a treasure hunt after all these years. It's because it's fun. I still I still have a treasure hunt, and her theme is books, so it, it will be a bookish themed treasure hunt. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure out kind of a cool way to do that. So that's fine. Yeah, because well, you know I'm five, and I'm. <laughs> Five as well. Wow. How is that? I don't know. It's great when your mom grows up to be the same age as you do. Right? It kind of works out yeah. that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shall we play a song? Yes. You go Let's first. Be- no, birthday girl gets no, first you pick. you go first. What? You go uh, first. Celebrating mom then? Okay. Well, so you gave one birth other, to me. Then one other tidbit. Is so I was over in Laramie and everybody was back in Cheyenne. And that night that I gave birth to her, the the nurses in the hospital were singing Christmas carols, going around the um, down the halls and singing Christmas carols. And Michaela, they the ladies at the hospital, they knitted little hats for the newborn babies. And she had this cute little red stocking hat on. And they were singing Silent Night. And it brought tears to my eyes. It was so beautiful. And I, I, I can't express to you how beautiful that was to have these chicks that just had fabulous voices singing Silent Night and all these Christmas carols. Like the soft ones for all the babies. Yeah. It was so cool. And then I, the the main nurse that was on duty that night um, was this, uh, she was a real tiny, like five foot um, Spanish lady who had just gave birth to twins. And she was so wonderful. And she was just, 
she made me a juice spritzer to because I was so thirsty. All I kept telling her was, I'm just so incredibly thirsty. And she goes, well, I'll make you a juice spritzer, which was like juice with uh, some soda in it. And man, it was the best. It was like cranberry juice and and a little soda pop. And boy, it was tasty. <laughs> yeah. So that was my memory. So Silent Night brings back memories of Michaela being born. So I picked Silent Night slash Away in a Manger, which was my childhood favorite Christmas song um, by Reliant K. So let's go. Reliant K, Silent Night, Away in the Manger. Yay! Their um, Let It Snow Baby, Let It Rain Deer um, Christmas album is really, really good. It is really good. And we all got to see, my daughters and I got to see Reliant K in concert on November 19th, 2008 with Toby Mac and Family Force 5. And we hung with Family Force 5 and met them and everything. It was such a great night. It was an epic night. It really was. Reliant K never came out, but I do have my Christmas uh, Reliant K shirt. It just hurts my head to think that that was like 15 years ago. And I was like 12. Yes. I dragged my girls. No, No, I didn't. You didn't drag drag. We We all went. You. Yes. Yes. We begged you to go to a show because it was our first show. We'd never been to a show before and we wanted to go to a concert, but it was in Denver and we wanted to go. So we begged you. Yeah, and it was cold, too. It was a cold night, I remember. Very cold night. It didn't snow, but it was freezing. I remember sitting in the parking lot waiting to for the doors to open. I have. And they were pretty young. Flashes but of memory. <laughs> I had, of course, as a woman, and the stress of going to a show that I really, really was so stoked to go, had, like, the worst period ever that night. The worst but no accidents to to a miracle. <laughs> it was a, a November miracle because it was so bad, but it was just worth it. Just I mean, to hang with every, Family Force 5. Every single K-pop show I've been to, aside from Card, I've been on my period and it's uh, been miserable. Ravi? I think it's just the excitement of going someplace and so your body goes, much okay. pain. Well, at this, I was in so much pain, but it at the Ravi concert. But I mean, you don't I, even remember. I didn't feel. I didn't feel it during the show because yeah. I was having such a good time. But yeah. that whole day leading up to it, I ooh, yeah, ah, I was in so much pain. You know, the shows are always worth. I mean, they oh, are it's worth always it. worth it. Yeah, yeah, you make do, and yeah, you do what you gotta you, do, man. You do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do, but. That was such an epic night, seeing all three of those bands, three of my favorite bands. Knowing what I know now, I wish I, I mean, I was a 12 year old, so I really had no power over the situation, but I wish we would have had better seats. True. Our seats were fine. It was kind of the nosebleeds. They were. And as an adult now, I get, I have the money and the power to pretty much choose when yeah. it comes to things like that, yeah. So we, I'm like, we didn't. I would have picked. Better I was poor. <laughs> We're still poor. I just but put more but even the then we hung out, uh, took pictures with Family Force Five, and they were just the they were the best. 
who were so funny. Funny. And hung with Toby Max band members. And it was a great night. I loved it. So much fun. So, yeah. Silent Night always makes me think of Michaela. And it was my mom's favorite Christmas carol, too. She would she would always, because my brothers were in bands, and my brother, two of my brothers had bands, and they were always playing music in the basement all the time. But my mom always wanted us to all sing Silent Night in harmony, and the guys were like, oh, we just want to eat an open presents, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no one would ever go, except for me. She'd corral me into singing with her, but. They're teenage boys in a rock so and like, roll. Yeah, they're like, we're not sing this. Teenage boys in a no. rock and roll don't want to sing Silent Night for their mom. Yeah, and they were hungry, and there was presents. Yeah, nobody wants to sing when you're hungry and want to open presents. Correct, Mundo. And we always had to do the dishes too. Every dish had to be done, so we would we would uh, go to church at night because we celebrate Christmas Eve. Um, we go to church and then we'd have to eat supper and get all the dishes done before we did the presents. So, yeah. <laughs> Yay. What's your first pick? Mm, my first pick is going to be The Astronaut by Jin. Jin. Because Jin, so Jin went enlisted. Into the military. He's today for us, on yesterday the border, for him. I guess. That's what I heard. I don't, I don't know. scariest place I hear. But we believe in you. We know you can do it. We love you. We love we're you, sending, We're sending a halo of protection and love around you. All, all of ARMY. Yes. <laughs> we're all sending good vibes to all our K-pop people all, all that our, are in All our boys military. that are in right now. <sighs> it's really sad. I, I think I think Jin I don't think it's hit me yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't think it's quite hit me yet. Cause yeah. Jin is one of my BTS biases. Mm -hmm. So I know it's gonna hit me here soon. And then when Suga goes in, it'll probably hit me really hard. Yeah, so I guess Suga's going to go in in March. Yeah, probably after his birthday. So, yeah. So yeah. I know when Suga goes in, it'll probably hit me really hard. Mm -hmm. So I'm finally... Well, I'm glad they're kind of going in pair, sort of. Yeah. Like, it sounds like RM will go, like, shortly With after J-Hope. And yeah. then Jim and V and Jungkook, I think we're going to go in together. So yeah. I'm super glad about that. I'm glad for I that, too. like them to be kind of piled, paired together. And we got a Weavers update from Ravi, which mm. made me so that made our day. happy. Uh, it was the best news so, ever. We love you. Thank you. <laughs> But we so think about you every day. He's doing, <laughs> he's doing well. He's, you know, settling in and he's doing well and just wished us all a warm end of the year and said he was proud of us and mm -hmm. that he loves us. And I woke up to that and I was just like, oh, <gasps> we were so happy. So we were just happy just to hear that he I, was I'm doing okay. I was very happy just to, just to hear from him that he's yeah. doing all right. Yeah. So. Uh, but we miss we miss, miss the him. posts and yeah he would, he would always post I know he posted like every day yeah so I just it I feels miss very it. lonely he, he's a very active person and he even mentioned that in his post because he's like he 
the translation was kind of crappy. Weaver's translation isn't that great. Any international K-pop fan knows that. Um, but he mentioned how, you know, since he did so many things, like he had a radio show for a bit. He was on Two Days, One Night. He was on all kinds of variety shows. He made music. Like he did everything. And he's like, but you're feeling a little bit lonely without me, aren't you? And I'm like, you have no idea, my guy. Yeah. When you're thumbing through, you don't see much. It's sad. I had to, I follow a couple fan pages that have been like counting down the days and stuff. So that that's been helping a little bit. So now Jin's gone and then Suga's going to go. And I'm just like. Well, and posted. And did post. By the pretty Christmas tree. Hyuk posted as well. Hyuk's been posting as well. And Leo, Ken, and Hyuk from Vix are going to do like a little Christmas concert thing for Starlights. Yay. Korean Starlights have got it made. That's all oh. I got to say. Because you get. They could go sit with him pretty you much. You get them sit. in musicals. Like every few months, you get a new musical with them in it. <laughs> a little jealous. Yeah. Just a little bit. Because I love musicals. Oh, they're so cool. So, well, she got to see the Brian Setzer Orchestra for her birthday. Oh, December. What years. year? It was a couple years ago. Uh, and Jenny, my oldest daughter, got her great seats. It was just those two that went. Five you guys were ago? like in the. You were right up front, too. Yeah, we were in, like, the, the pit area. Yeah, the band pit, kind of. Kind of. It's uh, not the band pit. It's, it's like the, there's a front area. It's like, like the, the theater stage. Oh, what is the word? Words. Why are words hard? Um, it's the standing area. General admission. That's the oh. word. It's the general admission, like, standing area right in front of the stage. But you had seats. No, there was no. Um, well, I mean, see, there I was seats for like the old people in the back. The young ones gotta stand. I mean, there was. I was pretty much the you youngest got person legs. there. I was. I was pretty sure I was the youngest person there. Um, Probably. Yeah, just like when Jen and I saw Arlo Guthrie, and we were definitely the youngest people there. Yeah, they people were my, amazed that we knew who Arlo Guthrie was. Yeah, I gave my Arlo Guthrie ticket to Michaela because I wanted them. I wanted them both to see him so badly. And I had seen him before. He was wonderful. So, and there was only two tickets. So I did, I don't think I was feeling too good that day, but I gave it to Michaela and they had a blast. He's, he's so wonderful. Actually, you know, it's funny is we saw Arlo Guthrie at the Oriental Theater, which is the same place where we saw Ravi. (laughs) Funny connection there. It was like vague recollection of that same building. Yes, it was the same. He's wonderful. He I, wonderful. I adore Arlo Guthrie. But after that whole tangent, here's the astronaut by Jen. Yes. Let's go. The astronaut by Jin. From one Sagittarius to another. We left this a beautiful song. <sighs> I miss him already. It's only been a day and... I know BTS misses him, too. Well, here is a joke. To lighten the mood? Yes. Okay. Where do you find flying rabbits? In the sky. In the hair force. (laughs) 
there for <laughs> That's a dad joke a, for you, Jen. A dad joke for Jen. <laughs> Yay. I have a couple this time, but I'll spread it out. So uh, there's one. You want to hear the word of the week? Sure. Let's get into it. It's ultra crepidarian. Ultra crepidarian. It's someone who gives opinions beyond one's area of expertise. <laughs> and being Christmas and you're with all your relatives usually, mm-hmm. there usually is one that just seems to know everything. Act like they know, <laughs> like they know everything, but they, go they really don't it. know much. And that's a Latin word uh, around the 1820s. So that was, yeah, ultra crepidarian. It's ultra crepidarian spelled U-L-T-R-A-C-R-E-P-I-D-A-R-I-A-N. How many letters is that? Two, four, six, eight, nine, four, eight, 16. Oh, my stars. That has more yeah. letters than my first and last name put together. Yeah, so it was Latin from the word ultra crepidon, meaning beyond the sole of a shoe. What? Beyond the sole of a shoe. I mean, you and don't it, know much outside of your own shoe soles, so it that was makes like sense. based on a Greek myth where Apelles, a successful painter, overheard a shoemaker criticizing uh, his painting of a sandal, said that it was. Inaccurate. So he fixed it. But then the shoemaker kept criticizing the painting. And he's like, dude, you know, I'm the painter. I'm the painter. You know, just pay attention to what you know. And that's shoes and not paint. So Hmm. there you go. There's a little history of that word. So whenever you have one of those people, ultra crepidarian. Don't be such an ultra crepidarian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did a, a sentence. He's an ultra crepidarian. If he doesn't know, he'll make it and pretend, make it, I don't know. I, <laughs> what? And pretends that he knows. English is hard, guys. And when the paper is small and you're writing small, it's hard to read your own handwriting. Yes. Oh, you want to know something totally fun and completely off topic? Please. My therapist is left-handed, too. Woo! <laughs> I am lefty. That is the I TMI a- of the day is my therapist is left-handed. I am, like, true left. There is very, 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 very little things that I can do right-handed. Scissors. I can cut scissors. Yeah. They didn't have much left-handed scissors back in the day, so you you adapted. But I am very true left-handed. Just reminded me of at the Christmas wrapping party we had wrapping presents not the fun kind of wrapping i mean they're both fun think about it but i look over and we had a scissor shortage of course there weren't enough scissors and i look over and john was trying to cut the wrapping paper with the tiniest little pink kid scissors i think i've ever seen they have those kind of scissors for adults no i'm like there's literally no kids in this entire building yeah. This is adult beverages that we sell. Why you have to be baby scissors? at least 21. I'm pretty sure no one in that building has hands that small. But it was just funny to try and watch him 
cut the wrapping paper with. I bet. Scissors that were, you know, half the size of his hand. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> sure they were toenail scissors or something, you know? I mean, they were about like, that size. They were cheapers. Tiny. It's so hard to cut paper with little scissors, too. It is. When it's your awful. hand's big. Yeah. Like, your <laughs> fingers get stuck in there. I mean, I, I was seeing some of the guys that were literally just ripping the wrapping paper. They're like, that's close enough. Yeah, it's, it's probably what I'd do if they gave me baby scissors. You I'd can't probably just rip it. Must, much when you ask a bunch of dudes to wrap presents. You know, I wrap like a dude. Oh, I, I just me. I don't wrap presents well. And I even worked at a store where we would custom wrap anything anybody asked us to. And I still don't have skills. Well, I can assure you that you can wrap presents better than half the beer division. I did learn a little bit. Learned how to curl ribbon. That's easy. Six inches. <laughs> no. Six inches. <laughs> yes, That's I've watched problem. Elf. And yes, <laughs> I love it because Zoe Deschnell posted that. She goes, it's impossible to do six inches. <laughs> six inches. <laughs> uh, well, I think it's your turn for a song. Are we going to have a Christmas song? I did 24 to 25 by Street Kids, which came out last Christmas, mm-hmm. but we didn't have our podcast till March. So, um, but we do own the Christmas Evil mini album. Yay! I remember so good. that it came out the day after I landed in L.A. to go see BTS. Oh, yeah. And I bought she us both. bought them. Because we went LA. to the K-pop store, and it was... The only, first and only time I've ever been to a K-pop store, and it was magical. And, of course, it was the release date of the Christmas Evil mini-album. And, of course, they had it, because it was a K-pop store. And it's L.A. And it's L.A. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I grabbed one for me. I grabbed one for Mom, because I bought it. They gave us, like, free photo cards or something to go with it. Or it was, like, a free mini-poster. That was such a good time. Yeah. And then I bought a Stray Kids hoodie, which Bailey ended up wearing to BTS because we underestimated how cold it was going to be. That water gets... Well, we were just like, we're from Colorado. This is LA. (laughs) We're going to be fine. Well, the day we landed, it was really, really hot. And I was wearing like a t-shirt and jeans and I was sweating. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's really hot. So, of course, we go a little bit lighter the day that we're end up standing outside for like six hours in line for BTS and it was freezing. So Bailey ended up wearing my stray kids hoodie that I bought and everyone was like, you're at the wrong show. And he's like, no, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He went in my place. Yes. I bawled, but it's okay. I, I, I just wasn't able to go. You had and teeth issues. I had time. a lot of denture, denture issues. <laughs> yeah. You don't have dentures yet. Yeah. Actually, I'm lucky to still have my teeth. I have, a lot of my relatives were full dentures before 30. So. Yeah. You're doing good. You're yeah. doing good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I couldn't make it. Just too much going on. So Bailey went in my place, which actually turned out to be better because, um, they were also with Sydney, who was very pregnant. Oh, so. yeah, she was. And there was crackheads. Oh and there was so, it was so scary there. Ellie's got a was, lot of crackheads. It was a good thing <laughs> that, they had, that they had that they had him with them. 
to keep them safe. But anyway, 24 to 25 by the Stray Kids, and I absolutely love this song so much. Twenty-four to twenty-five by Straight Kids. Yay! Oh, they got such fabulous voices in that song. I well, absolutely love on any song they do. The the Christmas Evil mini album. It is one of my favorites. Chan did write that song. Chan? So. Yeah. Yeah. My baby Bang Chan. So, and I don't know. Beautiful. He, in his last V Live, he mentioned that he's been having some kind of like health problems. So, oh, Chani, I'm so I, sorry. I don't know. I, I know you can't know. say, but like, please yeah. take care of yourself, Chani. Please take some time off. You guys have been doing a lot, and they won another award. They won you said. their second so, Dossing. Congratulations. At the Asian Artist Awards. Yes. So they won Best Album of the Year. Oh. I think for Maxident. I would not be surprised. But I'm not sure because Ordinary also came out this year. So I'm kind of like, I don't know. Either yeah, one. we haven't gone down that. Rabbit. There's so much going on. With there's so much. Go- it's we've, the we've end had of the year awards. So we've also been so much going on in everything. Like card won an award. I think uh, Alexa won an award. So there's there's so much going on. Well, we've had maintenance issues too. So we've been waiting around for maintenance. We finally got one of our toilets fixed. Actually, just a few hours ago. Yay! <laughs> so it's just like we've been I've been waiting on that. I was waiting on someone to inspect the roof and they decided they didn't need to and never Tell showed us. up. And so, yeah, I was like, so two days of waiting for maintenance. So, mm-hmm. And I get like anxiety too. <laughs> I get anxiety in the weirdest times, but just Don't then know. I'm just like, on, you know. It's a rental and, you know, I want to be home if there's some stranger in my place. So I'm like, yeah. So for two days, I've just been, okay, when are they going to get here? Are they going to be here now? So, yeah. I'm spazzy that way when it comes to that. Isn't anxiety fun? No, it keeps life spicy. (laughs) (laughs) You just never know when that little anxious bean is going to, you know, pop Pop up. up. At random times. So fun. Me. So fun. Well, let's say another joke. I'm here for it. Okay. Why did the baker make so much bread? Because he wanted to? Because it was needed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bread baker. Yes, I make it the old-fashioned way with my hands. And, yeah, sometimes you just need a little bread. Or a lot. I'll be kneading bread here real soon. <laughs> I love bread. Uh, homemade bread. There's nothing better in the world to me it's than the so smell good. of homemade bread in your house. It just, my grandmother baked bread too, so it takes me back. So, what's your song? My next song. So, I mentioned last week, but ever since. Ren came to visit because she's a huge Shiny fan. And Taman is her bias. So I've been going down the Shiny rabbit hole a little bit here and there. Yeah. And Key, my Shiny bias, released an album this year called Gasoline. It's his second album. So I've been jamming to that. And it's so good. 
It's so good. So I decided to pick the title track from Gasoline by Key because it's so good. And I've seen a bunch of his performances for it that are like really cool. Like he did an Egyptian performance for it. He did a pirate one with a ship. It's so cool. It's so cool. His albums are so so amazing. He does the coolest albums. I really, really want one because for Gasoline, there's a version of it that looks like a VHS tape and all of his promos for it and his like teaser trailers for the album all kind of looked like some kind of weird like 80s horror slash sci-fi film because there's like a mad scientist and a creature and a villain like it's so cool what it all means i don't know but it's cool so there for gasoline he had an album that looked like a vhs tape and then for his previous i'm not sure if it was an album or a mini album for bad love it looked like a toy laser gun oh cool the packaging of the album looked like the packaging for a toy Oh, rad. It's so cool. <laughs> so clever. I'm like, I want all of his so, stuff just because it's so cool. Cool. I love K-pop albums because oh, they they're do the best. fun they're things the best. like that. No, it feels like Christmas every time oh you open gosh. one. Because you time. don't know what you're going to get. Are you going to get I stickers? Are you going to get a photo card? Are you going to get, get your bias? Are you going to get two are you photo gonna, cards? Are you, are you going to be able to trade with your daughter? Because oh, she man. has your bias. That was the best part. When Ren got Maxident, we opened it up in my bedroom and she's Hyunjin and Ian biased mm-hmm. for Stray Kids. And You're I mean, three Ratch is my bias. I would yeah. say three Ratch because yeah. I love those three. They're my favorite. But yeah. Bang Chen is my ultimate in Stray Kids. I love that little bean. And I was like, if you get a Bang Chen, you have to switch with me because I got pretty much all Hyunjin and Ian. And she got a bang chen, oh. so we swapped. And she's like, "Pleasure doing business with you." Yeah, and I'm like, thank but, you. But I always feel I don't know, like I betrayed the the, the contents pool. a little bit. But um, I never get sung men hardly ever. See, I do, but I don't and at the same time because if I could trade, my I'll bi- trade him and Felix. So they're my biases. So but if she has, but she's sung men. If she has any. We're trading. And see, that's the problem with whenever we get Vix albums, because Robbie, we're both, we're both Robbie. Robbie so it's yeah. like, did you get a Robbie? I'm not giving him away. Do yeah. <laughs> you want to trade? I got no. Hongbin. <laughs> Hongbin, I would. Yeah, see, I would. And that's the thing with Vix is why they're one of my ultimate groups is that I love. I love them. All of them. So whenever I get any of them, I'm, I'm still happy. Yeah. I'm just not as happy and, and leo is my bias record i love leo <laughs> i absolutely adore leo yeah <sighs> he's got a beautiful set of pipes all of him's pretty <laughs> all of him yes <laughs> he's adorable not just the pipes true true he's beautiful through and through he little leo <laughs> and so this is gasoline by key from Shining. Gasoline by Key. And I know that came out a couple months ago, but I I, I remember seeing it everywhere, but I, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it yet. Now I'm ready for it. 
she finally showed me where the K-pop section is in Barnes and Noble because I keep walking past it. Yeah. I'd go through the entire store, couldn't find it, but that one little spot mm-hmm. that's kind of hidden. I mean, if you don't look just right at that right moment when you're walking past, you miss that end cap and mm-hmm. you won't see it. So, and, mm-hmm. and I guess uh, Mark Tuan is uh, his solo albums mm-hmm. is there. So I've seen. Jackson Wings solo album there, but it's the lame jewelcase version. The Jackson Wang from Monster X. No. It's the Jackson Wang from God Says. Yes, it's that one. <laughs> Jackson Wang from China. <laughs> yeah. But the only version they had was the jewel case version. And I don't want that version. I want the like big version with all the stuff in it. Mm-hmm. I don't want the little jewel case version. So yeah. like, if I'm buying like K-pop. I want the whole thing. I don't want the little wimpy jewel case version. Yeah. I got plenty of those. I don't need any more of those. I want the one with all the stuff in it. Yeah. So Please. I've been kind of waiting. I haven't bought Jackson Wang's solo album. He came out with a new music video <laughs> two days ago. Three days ago? I don't know. I've been... For... I... Oh, what was the song? Come Alive. Nice. And it's like this cool circus yeah. theme. It's cool. Ooh, that'd be neat. It's super cool. I bet. I, I finished Sell Your Haunted House. Uh, <laughs> and then I found out that the main guy, the Jun Young Hua, was also in CN Blue Band, which is so cool. And he's got a fabulous voice. So I've been going down a CN Blue mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. rabbit hole. And their bassist... Um, is Lee Jung Shin, who was in My First Love, this other K drama that I watched. So it's like, yay! That's so a, that's a fun thing about K pop is that, especially with older groups, too, a lot of them end up going into acting. So if you like a group, <laughs> chances are there's a K drama you can watch with your favorite members in it. I'm super stoked. There's <laughs> one that I I put it on my list. I cannot remember what it's called. But it has uh Sung Jae. Sung Jae? Sung Jae. Sung Jae. From B2B. The Mung okay. is in it. Oh. So I put it on my list because he's yeah. in it. And yeah. I'm like, Sung-jae. oh, it's yeah. the B2B Mung Oh, how cute. I, I don't even remember what it's about or what it's called or anything like that. But I was like, eh, it's got some J in it. So I was like, eh, why not? Well, I'm watching the Hongbin one now. Um, more Rim School. More Rim School. More school. I, I, I watch a couple things at a time. So I'm watching that. I don't know how you I'm do that. I'm trying to finish a Thai uh, horror one about uh, school tales. And then I also started, because I want to watch something Christmassy. It's Home for Christmas, and it's Norwegian. So it's in Norwegian. <laughs> and is, I'm Nor- I'm part Norwegian, so it feels like home. No. <laughs> that is one fun thing about since the boom of like K-pop and the success that Squid Games has seen is that now here in the States, we're starting to get a bigger array of foreign films and music, and it's so nice. Yeah. Well, it's actually, I believe, a Netflix original. Um, well, a Netflix which didn't is, have which is foreign cool. originals before the Squid Game. I don't think so. Before the, the yeah. Squid Game became popular, Netflix really didn't do that many foreign originals that would be available in the States. Mm-hmm. 
So that's just been so fun to see how that has evolved. And yeah. Now we get Norwegian shows. Oh, I'm loving it, actually. It's it's so great. It's about a single gal who she tells her family, she's in 30, and she tells her family that she has a boyfriend because they always put her in the kids, uh, the kids section of the table at every holiday because she doesn't have a date. So... She made up the fact that she has a boyfriend. Now she's on a mission to find one for mm. Christmas because they're all like, well, you got to bring him for Christmas, you know, for the big celebration. Mm. So she is like December 5th or something. And she's like trying to find it. Oh, and it's terrible. Her choices really do stink. So I feel bad for her. <laughs> it's good. I'm, I'm getting into it. So I'm Yay. still working on Doom. Yay. I don't have that much time I, to myself. I, so, you know, I only really watch stuff when I'm eating my lunch. So I, I don't mm. know. I don't know why I end up going through them kind of fast, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I guess I enjoy them. But they're, they're saying that watching these dramas are really therapeutic. It's really good for you. It actually helps. I believe it. So there's a lot of therapy to watching them. Yay, therapy. And everybody can use a little therapy. <laughs> I need, need therapy. therapy. La, 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 therapy. Thanks. Yeah. Well, my last song is mm-hmm. 2,000 Miles by Pretenders, one of my favorite Christmas songs. Um, everybody thought, oh, it's a song that was written about, you know, someone who's missing their loved one who's far away. But I guess... Um, Chrissy wrote it about the guitarist James Honeymoon Scott, who died in 1982. And this song came out in 1983. Mm-hmm. And he died of an overdose at age 25. And only two days after they fired Pete Farndon for because he had such a bad drug problem. Mm-hmm. And and uh, James was like, either he goes or I go. <laughs> Some of, you know. And so they did fire him. And then they both and went. Two days later, she lost James, and then Pete died a year later of, of an overdose and drowned in a tub. Don't do drugs, kids. Please. Or adults. Don't and do yeah. drugs. It's just bad. It's just, hey, yeah. It's don't a do it. Dead end street. It's not it's, good. It's, it's a dead end street. <laughs> that's really what it is. Dead end. If you do it long enough, that's where you'll be uh, in the alley. Huh? Dead ended. It's not worth it. So, but I love the sound of the song. I've always loved Chrissy's voice. She's got a fantastic voice. So, 2,000 Miles is probably one of my favorite kind of more for, you know, 80s modern Christmas. I I liked the kind of modern Christmas songs too. So, this one. Let's go. Two thousand miles by the Pretenders. Yay! Yeah. I love the sound of that song. I, I pray I play it at start about October. I like that song, so I play it from like October through January. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad she's still with us. Whew. She she had a heck of <laughs> growing up and life. Life is not hard. Easy for hard anybody. on a rock star, especially a chick. In rock and roll. 
If you're not made of tough stuff, you don't last. Ooh, for realsies. And get eaten alive. <laughs> it's just rough. It's still rough. I remember, uh, like, reading about Joan Jett, and, man, she... Oh, man, Joan Jett. She is still... She I think she through. still faces a lot of backlash, you know? Rock and roll has always been a male-dominated... Uh, thing always it just always was which we all know what which is that is which is sad because there's some fabulous chicks that just rock it out they play killer guitar and sing and being a good musician has nothing to do with what you got between your legs it's true it's all i guess it's true yeah Mm. it's one thing like uh we were talking about music too the other day and it's like she was saying how punk that's the one thing she doesn't like about punk is sometimes it's like they feel like they own this music and you know you it's not for you this is our music and music is meant to be shared yeah it's always been meant to be shared there's there's a lot of and I, this is true for every genre too it's true hip-hop to american hip-hop growing up and with punk and in punk you see it a lot there where there's a lot of gatekeeping being like that's not punk that's not this you're not punk enough mm-hmm. you don't look right yeah which is so silly because the whole concept of punk is anti-conformity but in the end they're just conforming to what they think punk is so it's very silly right but that's one of the things that i have always loved about the clash as we were talking because one thing i always love about the clash and joe strummer is that he just experimented with sound he just loved music. It didn't matter where the sound came from, who was playing it, what they looked like. If you could jam, you were in. Right. And I love that because it, yeah, it's about sharing sound and sharing stories. Like, and and music is a feeling. It, yeah. It, it's it, it gets you through a lot of troubled times and mm-hmm. good times. And there's always a song. It could be in anything. That's mm-hmm. I I love the fact that I love everything. I guess they're like, find five things about yourself that aren't just known that you like about yourself. Just, you know, yeah, I can bake bread. Yeah, I can sing. Yeah, you know, I feel like I'm a good mom. But one thing I think I I like about myself is that I love music, all different kinds of music. And I go down like, like Michaela's like, wow, you know, I will play one song and then go way out of somewhere else. And she'll go, man, I, that's like giving me whiplash. It's so, so weird that you picked that song. But I didn't say I didn't like it, but yes. But that's what I love. That's what I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was it was kind of funny speaking about how music is like comforting because I had therapy today because <laughs> I need the therapy. therapy. La, 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 therapy. Um, and I was talking with my therapist and I mentioned how the great British Bake Off is my best friend's comfort show. Yeah. And she, my therapist asked me if I have a comfort show. And I was like, you know, not really. Cause generally when I experience anxiety, two days, one night is her comfort show. That's fair. That's fair. Two days, one night is my two days, one night. But generally when I'm having like a hard time with anxiety or something, it's when I'm out and about and doing things or driving somewhere. So I'm like, I can't exactly put on a TV show if I'm like driving somewhere, 
you know, so I actually on my Spotify made a comfort playlist and my therapist was just like, oh, really? Can I see it? I'm like, eh, sure. So I showed it to her. She was like, wow, this is a lot of random stuff on there because I got the potato pirates. I have the clash <laughs> and then I have. I have quite a few Ravi songs on there. I have a bunch of Stray Kids songs on there. And I'm like, yeah, I got everything. Like, I got everything on that playlist. Just anything that makes me feel comfort or a little bit of happiness, a little, like, reassurance. So that's what music's for. Yeah. And music was always my, it still is always my comfort. Mm -hmm. It's my happy. I'm playing music all the time. I'm probably the most annoying neighbor to ever have or whatever. And I sing my heart out all the time. So uh, I instilled that in you guys to, Mm. I think, escape into music. Mm. Well, Um, it's easier, like, if I'm driving and I'm having a bit of an anxiety attack, I can put on my comfort playlist. Yeah. And it just calms you down. helps me calm down. Yeah. Because it gives me something to focus on. Or if I'm at a store and I'm doing stuff and I'm like, uh, I can put on that. And it calms me down yeah. and it just makes me feel safe. Yeah. But you're right. Two days, one night is my comfort show. It is. When she asked me earlier today, I couldn't think of anything. Two days, one night. Two days, one night, 100% is yes. my comfort show. Like when I was it just gets her laughing so hard. I could hear her in the other room just cracking up. I'm like, I know what she's watching. Yes. I bet you it's Robbie. Two days, one night. <laughs> it just, it makes me so happy. It's such a wholesome show too. And well, they're wonderful. They're so funny. They're, they're I, I just, love them. They all. have such a great little chemistry all together. I, 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 like yeah. I said, I love them all. And yeah, whenever I'm feeling bad, like when I was like changing my meds and I was not doing hot, I was not doing good at all. I was just sat down and watched two days one night because it made me feel semi-normal. And when I had the... Worst period cramps ever where I literally couldn't get out of bed. I just laid in bed and watched two days one night. And that made me feel a lot better. See? So look at all the good that show has done. Because she even found somebody when we went to see, wasn't it when we went to see Ravi? She <laughs> found another gal who was two days one night. And they were just like, oh, it's the greatest show ever. And well. And with her, too, because I, at that point, when we saw Ravi, I think I was only on, like, episode 10. There's she, there's so many episodes. And she's like, yeah, I finished the whole thing. And I'm like, how? There's so many. There's, like, 120 episodes. <laughs> like, how? I think she said she was binge watching, though. She's yeah. Just, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. still, though, like, thanks. But That's commitment. I also sleep and have a job. So... Yeah. There's all of that, too. <laughs> I got one more joke. Oh, one more joke. Why did the skier want to go home? Because skiing is not fun. I don't know. He was snowboard. Huh. Would huh. that not be the case if he was a skier? I don't know. <laughs> but he was snow, snow, snowboard. I don't know. I don't know. I don't write the jokes. Oh, I okay. just read them. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> well, with that, I will play my last pick for the day. And then I'll give my one little random fact. And then we should probably say. Wrap it up a little bit. Yeah. 
the birthday surprise is that you get a longer episode this week. Ooh, wee! Aren't you kids lucky? <laughs> so speaking of music bringing us all together, <laughs> and the holidays <laughs> bringing us all together, <laughs> I picked Whatever You Celebrate by Real Big Fish. They're a fun band. They're so fun. <laughs> Whatever you celebrate by Real Big Fish. Okay, the random fact of this week is apple pie is not American. Apples are native to Asia, and the first recorded recipe for apple pie was written in England. So when they say, it's American as apple pie, well, that's not not a true fact. So, (laughs) yeah. So... Yay. Yay. I don't know, but my grandmother was a full-blooded Austrian, and she had a lot of um, strudel, uh, apple strudel recipes. and yeah. Strudel. Mm. Everybody like a little strudel. Strudel. <laughs> so we're going to take our two weeks off and celebrate Christmas, mm-hmm. birthday, Christmas, and New Year's, and then we'll be back in the new year. With episode 35, 35, I almost said 25, 35. Actually, it's not going to be episode 35. It won't? No. Because when we come back. It'll be a new year and it's season one. Two. Two. (laughs) This is season one. I've been waiting on maintenance people all day. Well, two days now. So I can't think. It's I have not no think. Be episode thirty-five is going to be season two, episode one. There you go. Ooh. And it's going to be bells, 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 because we're ringing in the new year. Bells. Hey, yeah, bells. I'm just going to leave it at that. Bells. bells. We're starting the year with bells on. I got bells. Jingle, jingle, jingle. That's right. Bells. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, Michaela. <laughs> Happy birthday, Young K. Happy birthday to Since you. I share a birthday with Young K from Happy day six. Happy birthday to you. Ah. Happy birthday, dear Michaela Catherino. Ah. Happy birthday to you. Woo! And this was the gimmick podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela. Bye. Take care, you guys. Bye. We love you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy birthday if you have a birthday. I love you, Keys. Take care. Be good. Shower each other with love. Love makes the world go round. <laughs>